GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ and I am joined by a man who shirked his squad duties to sneak out and hunt with the men. Hovercraft Joe. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, how's, it, how's it going, LPJ? Good, good. You know, I'm I'm always with the men hunting, so you know, I'm <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get it early on in the episode for all the people that are probably gonna not be happy with us. We are talking about the 2002 movie. 2022. 2022 movie. Prey on this episode. It's been out. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be out over a month. But if you haven't watched it and you don't want spoilers, this is your warning. We're going to talk about the whole movie, everything to do with it. So if you don't want to be spoiled and you haven't watched it, turn the episode off now. Yeah, listen, here's the deal. Here's, here's, my, here's my deal. I, I, I've gone on record in saying this a million times, uh, a million times, and I'm going to say it a million times more. I don't care if this movie gets spoiled for you. In fact, I'm going to go out of my way to make sure every little twist and plot point is going to get spoiled if you listen to this episode. So I'm telling you right now, if you listen to this episode and you get mad at us for spoilers, you can go fuck yourself because because that's what we do here. We spoil movies. I I have no sympathy for you. Oh, spoiler police. Go fuck yourself. Well, and we should say like... It's, and part of the reason why we're doing this movie is because there was a lot of talk about this movie on the Discord about it when it came out. And it was kind of sometimes there's just movies that come out that everyone sees and that me and LPJ are going to watch anyways. Yep. So why not do it on the podcast? That's yes, right. You're right. Don't listen to it if you haven't watched the movie yet. But I feel like most people that listen to the podcast have probably already seen this. And we do know that a lot of the, you know, people on the Discord have because we've talked about the movie there. So that up front, get that out of the way. Yep. Uh, so this movie is released on July 21st, 2022, uh, straight to Hulu, which is kind of interesting. I feel like a couple things on this. I think that one, this is a movie that was kind of already in the works when Disney acquired 20th Century Fox. Yes. But also, I read a little bit of a blurb, I can't quote it, but it kind of said that, like, traditionally, Predator movies don't actually do that well at the box office. Like, they're not necessarily, like, box office bonanza. Like, the last one they put out, which I should say, that's probably one of the only ones I haven't seen, the one with, like, Thomas Jane and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I hear it's terrible. But, like, that was, like, an $88 million movie that only made, like, 50. So I think there was some hesitancy right off the bat to release this in theaters. Yeah, I, I also have not seen... That's the one I haven't seen, is that one. Um, the one before that, though, Predators, is really good. I like that one, yeah. I just I watched that, that one, one semi-recently, and I do I do enjoy that one, yeah. Yep. But um, yeah, you're right. They, think, don't, you, they don't traditionally do well. I mean, the even the first one didn't do all that well. 
I mean, yeah. it was it did fine, but it didn't do it wasn't blockbuster. Second one did worse. Um, yeah, but they had like huge video lives and they've become cult yeah. classics. Well, yeah, and and now I mean Predator and Aliens now they're like they're institutions. They're things sure. with books and video games and comic books and yep. like they're established IPs have gone very much beyond the movie. So, sure. yep. Um but I, I I think the box office thing and the acquisition, I think that all kind of uh, kind of all combined together for this release on Hulu. You know, would be sweet. A Predator Lego set. How cool <laughs> would that be? It would be cool. Next you get, like, time the they ship. do that thing. Next time they do that thing where it's like the fan submissions. Lego you know, ideas. Gets, yeah, you they should, they uh, do it all the time. You can submit all. You can submit as much as you want. Um, but man, how sweet would a like an original Predator Lego set with the jungle and like. The helicopter and Schwartz. Maybe they have like a uh, 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 a battle scene where it's like the uh, the the drug dealer's bunker or like the the gorilla's bunker scene, and like it's got ex- things you push and it, like they pop up and explode. That'd be pretty awesome. Man, that mm-hmm. would be uh, pretty awesome. I'd, I'd be um, I'd be buying that one for sure. Which reminds me, I just bought the Optimus Prime Lego set. I'm gonna be putting it together this weekend. Nice. I, I assume that you probably yeah. had that or we're going to be getting it. So, uh, okay. So because this movie is so new and because it's a uh, straight to streaming release, I don't have numbers as far as how much it costs. Obviously, I don't have how much it made. Um, I can. This would be interesting. I do want to know, see, uh, LPJ, uh, if you could tell me what you think the top three uh, highest grossing movies of 2022 thus far are. Thus far this year? Yeah, thus far this year. Um, in order? Nah, whatever. You don't have to do right. in order if you don't Let's want see. to. The Batman? No. No, okay. Um, I think that was number four, but it okay. was not in the top three. Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, that was la- that was last year, I, th- I think. Was well, it? That, that, well, it came out in December, so it uh, wasn't, okay. in, my, wasn't um, in my figures. Let's see. I know that you've seen two of these three. If not all three of them, um, one of them Jurassic is, did the Jurassic World movie that do well? That's number three. I didn't Jurassic see World it. Dominion. Well, it's fucking terrible. Okay. So that um, is a, that is the definition of a movie that made money based on its name and and, and nostalgia. All right, I'm um, gonna go Doctor Strange. That's number two. Okay, and the Doctor number Strange one. This this is a juggernaut of a movie, and I think it. No one expected it to be this big of a juggernaut. Just raking in. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick, yeah. number one, yeah. That movie is a juggernaut. We will be. And it's, it's great. Uh, it is It is so we'll, we'll good. Be co- we'll be covering that on the podcast. Yeah. I, I, I think the end of August is when it's going to be out like yeah. to, to rent and stuff like that. So we'll be covering it at some yep. point down the road. So, um, And so um, so that's that. The Rotten Tomatoes for this uh, is uh, 93% for this sure. movie. It's like uh, crazy. And then the audience score is 78%, which is still very high, I would say. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised I, the audience score isn't higher. I, I'm a little surprised too. I don't. I don't quite know. I didn't dig into that a little more, but it is. And this is also the movie, the the number one, uh, the biggest premiere in like Hulu streaming service history. Like, which makes sense. I mean, sure. as, as already touched on, like Predator, regardless of its box office receipts, is just like, 
you know, it, it's a movie you expect to be in the theater. So, but like, I was reading something that said it's kind of interesting and it makes sense where it's like, it, it's kind of hard to translate that to because people are like, well, you should have released it in theaters. But they're like, it, it, it's deceiving because they're like, a lot of people would like sit on their couch and watch a movie. Right. Because they have it. But that doesn't necessarily translate to like, oh, I would have went to the theaters and paid money to see this. Sure. You know, but there's it's not like a one to one like uh, you can't equate the two exactly like that. No, I agree. I, I mean, I've talked to people who have seen this movie, but the only reason why they watched it is because it was available on Hulu. Like they weren't going to go out and see it otherwise. And, and honestly, I think that's my case. I don't think I would have went to the theater specifically to see this movie. I would have. I think I, I definitely would have. But that's me. I uh, love the Predator movies. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, I mean, the cast of this movie, they're all, none of them, are any of them from anything? No. And you know what? We should, we should, be, the, the, the premise of this movie, let's start with that for a second. Okay. So, it is a tribe of Native, Native Americans, I think Comanches. Yeah. Um, and this is the first time a predator has come to visit Earth, and you know, in this in this age of proper representation, um, they did a good job. Like they cast uh, all Native American. It's an all Native American cast, and and most of them are Comanche, and yeah. they even filmed the movie in all Comanche. Like it was filmed in both languages. Um, yeah. So they're not going to be household names. I mean, Amber mid thunder has been in a lot of different things. She's been in like Roswell and Legion and Banshee and, and you know, she's been in a lot of different things, but th the rest of the cast is not, you know, one of them is uh, the guy that played the predator even is just like an old, is a basketball player. Um, one of the other people is just a Canadian actress who does, um, is like cast as the Native American girl in like Hallmark movies. You know, it's not, they're not big names. None of these people even have Wikipedia ent entrance and Wikipedia pages. You right. Know, it's, they did a good job of casting this movie and casting it with, uh, they casting it with the correct people to represent who they're trying to represent on screen. Right. Exactly. Well, well put. Um, okay. So that being said, I don't have any net worth for you. Um, the director of this is Dan Trachtenberg. 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 Dan Trachtenberg. Yeah. Uh, most notably, I think for directing, is it Cloverfield Lane or, or Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I never <clears throat> saw. And by all accounts, I thought it like wasn't super well received, but I mean, I actually, know, I guess I heard it was very good. Um, oh, and um, it's part of the whole Cloverfield sort of continuum. So there's there's Cloverfield, there's Ten Cloverfield Lane, there's the Cloverfield Paradox, which was on Netflix. That was okay. That was a pretty good movie. Um, and then I think they have other ones that are coming too. But yeah, he did. Uh, he directed that. He directed um, an episode of The Boys, an episode of Black Mirror. Um, he does a lot of producing and and, and 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 writing and things like that too. But he's kind of with that group, like the the Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, uh, uh, Eric Kripke, uh, that whole group of people, like that okay. that kind of lineage. J.J. Gotcha. Abrams he does a lot of, does work with J.J. Abrams. 
so it's written by Patrick Asen, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, and then the story is by Dan Trachenberg and Patrick Asen. Yep. Uh, and the and the music is by Sarah Schock- Schockner, maybe. Schockner. Maybe singer, right? uh, which we're not playing anything from, but no. it's uh, it's I mean it's it's fine. Like I think it does does its job. Yeah. No, it's fine. She did. She does. Yeah. I mean, she she does a lot of you know good work. She. Did like the Assassin's Creed game? She did the, like the Assassin's Creed games and just a lot of video game, a lot of video game soundtracks. Okay, fair enough. Um, and there are no taglines for this, at least that I could find. So, no. um, we're really but, really not working with a whole lot here. <laughs> no, but I mean that always. I mean that happens when we do movies. You know, like it, it, it's the uh, it's the rub, if you will, of doing, you know, it's fun to talk about these movies that, you know, people sure. have just seen and, and, you know, and especially this one and, you know, uh, uh, Predator, which, you know, we've done two other Predator movies and it's an yeah. action movie staple, but obviously you don't get as much of some of the stuff we usually talk about because it's just not available. But, sure. you know, what do you, how do, you do, right? how do you feel about Predator series as a whole? Um, you know, I enjoy the Predator movies. I haven't, and maybe they haven't really made one that works. I can't get into, like, the, the alien Predator. Like, I don't really feel like, I feel like that's kind of like a force thing, like they mm-hmm. haven't done. But, like, I love the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Uh, everyone always told me that the second one was terrible. And, like, when we did it on this movie, like, yeah, it's not as good as the first one. But I like the second movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, uh, I like I said I like the Adrian Brody one a lot, mm-hmm. so I mean I like it as a as a character as an idea. Um, I have heard that the the one with Thomas Jane and all that is like awful. Um, so, but I'm sure I'll watch it at some point just for maybe know, I have seen curiosity. that one. Is that the one? Is that the one where they have like the predator dogs? No, that's I thought that was the thought that was on the. Um, uh, the Adrian Brody one. Maybe the, yeah, you're right. That is the Adrian Brody one. Yeah, that is the Adrian they, Brody one. Which I think they said in this movie, the mask that he wears. Yeah, the skull is from one of those predator dogs. Yep. Um, but overall, I I, I I I like it as an idea, as a concept, um, and I think that this idea is like very interesting, like the, how they went about it. Like I think it's, and I think that they did a good job with the kind of the ins and outs. Cause I think a lot of people would be like, Oh, well like how could, you know, like these like Comanche, like fight this like predator and like, but I think they do a good enough job. Like, and we'll talk about it more when we get in the plot, like kind of explaining how it works, you know, like sure. it, we're obviously not dealing with as advanced of a predator as we'll see in future movies. And, you know, like a lot of the, the ways a predator is ultimately defeated is not necessarily by brute force. It's by, like, outsmarting them. And I think that's established in the first movie and mm-hmm. in the second movie. And that's, like, how predators end up getting beat as they get outsmarted. It's not like you're going to go toe-to-toe with them. And I think this movie continues with that is how the, the predators ultimately beat is that they're, you know, their weapons are used against them and they're outsmarted and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, they kind of take their. They seem to take their, their prey. Forgive the term, uh, for granted. Like they 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 underestimate them, and um, don't necessarily uh, respect the adaptability of the human race. 
and uh, their ability to sort of, you know, improvise a solution that, that works. Um, well, well, right. And especially this one, if we, you know, we're to believe it's the first time a predator has been uh, on earth. So it wouldn't have any kind of, but I, I like the idea that, you know, you know, like that this sets up the precedent, like maybe this is why predators keep coming back to earth because it's like they get beat and they're like, Oh, okay. We got to come back. And then they get beat again. And like, yeah. So I kind of like that idea that that's why we keep seeing like, predators on earth is because like they keep beating them you know yeah um so but but like i said i i think that the the general idea of this movie is awesome and i think the execution as we'll get into is done very well too and i should say up front you know touch on it a few times but i and maybe i'm on a labor but i thought this movie looks amazing like yes. some of the shots and like the the like it just looks beautiful like some of the wide shots of like the forest and the, I was like, wow, it's like this, this movie looks amazing. It's, it's cinematic. Like when you, when you say a film looks cinematic, this is the definition of that. This has that whole, you know, like grand vistas. Uh, 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 they really do a good job of um, kind of capturing the landscape of, of what the earth looks like at this time. And like the colors, the way the light and the dark sort of balances each other out, how like how how certain things are highlighted and certain things are sort of kept in shadows. Like the cinematography of this is is unreal, and just the overall look and and feel of this movie visually, it's so top notch. Like I was talking about it last episode, we were talking about uh, Fury Road and how beautiful that movie is. This is equally. This is very similar. Like it has a, it has an aesthetic to it and a style and 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 just a visual brilliance that you don't see, especially in a, in a straight to streaming movie. Because um, I don't think this movie probably cost a whole lot. You know, I would say sixty million dollars max. Because if you look at the cast, it's not the cast that's going to cost you that much money. Um, yeah. It's probably CGI is what's going to cost you the most. And there's not exactly a lot of sets. It's all outside, you know, yeah. on location stuff. And the locations aren't terribly exotic. It's just like forest and fields, you know. Those can be filmed in a lot of cheap places. So I, I don't think this movie costs a whole lot to make. And they put every ounce of that money on the screen. Like, it, it looks great. And I don't know if it was on purpose. I just say that I, I watched this movie twice because I, <laughs> I always am like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And then, you know, like I only had to watch it once, but then the, like, I kind of want to watch it once and not take notes. So sure. I kind of do this, Kevin. So I watched it twice. And, and, and again, I don't know if this is on purpose, but to me, it kind of seemed like almost the beginning of the movie. And it kind of be like, we talked about those wide, huge, like cinematic shots, but then toward the end, it almost kind of like laser focuses yeah. in. And it's like very kind of like the opposite of that, you know, it's like, it's like, it's murky and it's all kind of like, it's like foggy at one point and it's mm -hmm. nighttime. And it's like, again, I don't know if that was on purpose, but it almost seems to kind of like zoom in and kind of by the end, it's like laser focused on where it's at, like the, the camera. So I don't know. I kind of like it. No, it, it, it feels like it because the, the, from a thematic standpoint, all right, you've got, <clears throat> you've got this predator and it's chasing its prey, you know, Again, forgive, forgive me invoking the title over and over again. Uh, okay. And so, what what do you do when you're a predator? What do you do with prey? You 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 box it in. 
you you eliminate possibilities for it to escape. And that's you're right. Visually, that's what this movie, the whole movie felt like. It felt like it was narrowing and narrowing and narrowing and narrowing um, um, to sort of trap her into a corner to back her in. And then at the end, she turns the tables and it's not really her that's trapped. It's the predator that's trapped. Um, almost like she was working the plan against him. And visually you see that on the screen, you see, you know, you're right in the beginning, it's wide open vistas, wide shots, big shots. All the characters look small on the screen because there's a lot of background there. And then you're right. It gets narrower and narrower until, you know, in, in the beginning you've got like six or seven characters on screen at once. And then they slowly pair off and, and, and you losing characters throughout the, throughout the film and the, and the, the screen shrinking a little. And until eventually there's just one character left versus the predator. And the screen is, you know, it feels like it's, it feels like it's two inches tall. Like you're, you're right there. You're in her face. You're in the predator's face. You're, you're in the trap. You've, you've, you've cornered your prey at this point. And, yeah. and, and that's you how the movie ends. Pray. I do. You love saying pray in this episode. But thematically, you're right. I didn't even think about that at first, but thematically it's filmed just like a predator trapping its prey. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else specifically you want to mention before we kind of start walking through the plot? Uh, nah, yeah, we'll, we'll, t- we'll touch more on it later on, but no, not yet. Okay. So the movie, you know, starts off, we're introduced to, uh, Naru, 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 Naru? Yeah. N-A-R-U, Naru, the main character. Uh, and like you said, she, she's part of this Comanche tribe. Uh, and, and traditionally she's set up to be like a gatherer, you know, like hunters and gatherers, but, and this takes place in 1719, we should say. Yeah, 1719 in the northern Great Plains. Yep. Um, but, like, she is – wants she, like, doesn't want to be a gatherer. She wants to be a hunter. She has a hatchet, and, like, she's always practicing with it. And, like, she's trying to get this deer at the beginning of the movie, but, like, the deer gets spooked by a spaceship, which sounds funny, but it does. Um, and like the dog, uh, the dog, so they're chasing it. Her dog, sorry, 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 whatever sorry. it's called. Um, the dog's awesome in this movie. Yep. Um, the dog's leg gets caught in an animal trap. Is it its leg or its tail that gets caught tail. in a trap? Cause, okay. Um, which is like, that'll come back into play later. Um, I love the opening shot of this though, when she like, or with the, the title, cause she's like kind of yeah. on the cliff and she like looks up and she's, you see like the predator ship like landing or whatever. And then it's like, it scrolls up where it just says like pray or whatever uh-huh. in the sky. It's, it's really cool. It is very cool. Um, um, so her brother is Tabe, uh, and like, they're kind of talking about hunting and, uh, they talk about the, I, I'm going to butcher this word. Could, Kutame, the big hunt or whatever. It's like uh, Kutamai or something. It's basically when you hunt something that like hunts you is how they describe right. it. You know, like kind of like word. a kind of it's yeah. I, I have it written here, but I, I they say it a couple times in the movie. It doesn't I, matter. Big hunt, but, the big hunt. But it's a it's a big hunt. It's when you hunt something that's hunting you. Uh, and I, I think this is maybe at the point where like it's either her mom or her brother that kind of is like, well, why, you know, like why you can do so many things. You're good at medicine. Like, why do you want to hunt? She's like, cause everybody says I can't, you know, like yeah. she's very strong willed. Um, okay. So <laughs> I do like this note, uh, that I have the predator gets dropped off by his space Uber. <laughs> 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 cause, cause it's just like a shot of like the predator's like, okay, I'm here. See ya. 
Um, and it, it should, we are, I think a lot of the stuff I saw refers to this as the feral predator. Yes. Um, and it's definitely a more scaled down kind of wilder looking version of a predator that we've seen, you know, minus it's big like laser cannon that it usually has and still with gadgets but not necessarily like like it's got a gun but it's kind of like a bolt gun that it shoots and like i think they do a good job of kind of managing like the yeah it's still advanced but not as advanced as maybe we're used to seeing like 300 years you know with the next predator movie Mm -hmm. um okay so uh back at the uh comanche tribe like a, a mountain lion took one of the one of the tribesmen uh, so they go off to find it. Uh, they let her come because she she's really good at tracking and she knows like medicine. Yep. Um, the we get our first of the predator like killing different animals. He kills a rattlesnake and skins it, which is pretty. Yeah, pretty that's cool. pretty sweet. Um, uh, I feel I, like know, the the. Go ahead. I do like that aspect of it. Like it's it's, you know, they establish that the, the way they establish that this is the first time the predator's there is, you see him just killing random things, killing, he starts with the snake and then kills something bigger and then kills something bigger and then kills, eventually kills a bear with his bare hands. Um, so you're seeing that he's sort of working his way up the food chain, finding whatever the most dangerous thing is here on this planet because they yeah. don't know that he's the first one to come here. Right. Um, so they find the dude that the lion got and he's kind of there. He's still alive and, they're like, well, why Why didn't the lion finish him off? They're kind of like, you know, uh, she's like, I, someone must have scared the lion off. But, you know, again, like we're kind of more allusions to the predator. Um, they, she makes some medicine and applies the medicine and they make a stretcher. And there's like the special flower. I can't remember what it is, but like the whole thing is mm-hmm. like and it comes up a couple of times. It's like when you ingest it, it like cools your body down. Like they say it cools your blood, but it cools you down. Like that's and it yeah, kind of like a, kind of like a like a like a like a like a prehistoric aspirin almost. Right. So as the her brother stays to get the lion, uh, and she goes back in case the guy needs help. But on the way back, they stop. She finds the like skin snake, uh, a big ass footprint, and she's like, "I got to go back and like warn my brother about this because there's something else out here." Um, she meets up with them and they're like, well, he's kind of like, Hey, we'll worry about that. After this, we got to kill this lion. And she has a plan where they're like, Hey, we'll bait it and we'll like kill it from the tree. Is that kind of what her plan is? Yeah. Yeah. She'll bait it. And yeah. And basically take the high ground and and kill it while it's on the ground and they have the high ground. Right. Uh, she must've, she must've watched uh, revenge of the Sith. (laughs) <laughs> so the lion shows up though i mean it kind of works but the lion shows up and like immediately takes out the other dude in the tree and then like kind of like while she's trying to fight it she gets distracted by like more predator shenanigans off to the side right and she gets like knocked out of the out of the tree and hits her head on a rock uh wakes up she's back home and her mom's like yeah your brother had to carry her home uh he went back to kill the lion and then he shows back up and he did kill the lion he's got like its head and they make him the new uh, war chief of yes. the tribe, which I guess is like the head of hunting in the tribe. Yeah, had a yeah, had the basically the fiercest warrior. He's he's uh, the war chief is is the guy in charge of defending the entire tribe. Right. So she decides to go off and, and look for what we know is a predator, but she she goes to look for this by herself. 
So that's where we get a lot of like the really cool like cinematic shots of her like yeah. walking and like like overhead and wide wide really cool. She finds some green predator blood. Uh, then we get the next like predator encounter with an animal where he fights a wolf. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Um, although I have to say this like, and I was maybe talking a little bit this about someone at, at work, but it's like for being like the thing with the predator is like, oh, I'm the greatest hunter and I want to fight like you know like the best thing it's like but you're like camouflage all the time isn't that kind of like cheating i feel like yeah i feel like that that's like lame of the predator to be like i'm so good at hunting it's like well yeah but you're invisible so like i i don't know like i feel like that that's kind of like lame of the predator to be like that no i i agree but at the same time it works good for the movie for the tension in the movie and stuff like that i get it right but but um it works good for animals that hunt based on sight. But if you notice, like, the rattlesnake knew he was there. Well, the the wolf, wolf knew man. he was there because he could smell him. Yeah. Um, so all of these other animals that he's fighting. That's, that's true. You know, that's fair. Um, so he ends up killing the, the wolf. And the next thing, it's not directly next, but it's like he takes it back to the cave he's hanging out in. And he, like, I like that thing he uses to just like melt all the flesh off the yeah. skull. You know, it's like sprays it on there and then he like hooks the skull to his belt. Um, uh, Naru decides she makes a rope and like ties it to her hatchet so she could throw it and like pull it back and stuff, which is like pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm impressed and I know that's got to be based on back, but able to make a rope like that strong out of bark is pretty impressive to me. Yeah. Actually, uh, I, I was watching the show. You ever, you ever heard of the show alone? You know, what's funny. Uh, previous, uh, guest of the podcast, uh, Devin, it was just telling me this week that he started watching that show and was explaining the concept of it to me. So yeah, so 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 Aaron and I have, I haven't watched all the episodes, but I've seen parts of like we watched a lot of. It. Aaron's watched all of it, but yeah, there's there's yeah. people that make rope just like that. They they peel like saplings and weave them together and make rope out of it. Nice. So uh, after that, she comes into a field and she finds all these dead buffalo, mm-hmm. a bunch of them. They've all been skinned and they're all dead. And she also finds a cigar there, but I still feel like maybe at this point they want us to believe that it was the predator, maybe that did it. No, uh, I mean you don't think that you don't think they're no alluding to because that at all? no because they uh, they um I mean I didn't think it was I thought it was fur trappers because that's kind of what oh see I the first time I watched it I thought it was like oh dang I was like the predator killed a lot of buffalo. I mean, the second time it's, I mean, obviously I know, but then you're kind of, I'm kind of like, oh, well, they're all skinned and like the cigar. Right. And I thought the cigar was like, I, and again, like I'm, I, I pretty slow on the uptake. The first time I watched it, I thought it was some kind of like, and this is stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid now. But it was like, oh, that, well, I thought it was maybe some kind of like shell casing from like a like predator oh, okay. weapon or something. So, right. but anyways. No, I, no, um, I, I, I could see how you could, I mean, you're not <laughs> totally off. <laughs> so uh after that uh she gets caught in some quicksand uh but is able to get herself out using her uh, hatchet tied to the rope yep um quicksand will come back in the movie uh she next she comes across a bear and she tries to kill the bear and it does not go well no. uh the bear like chases her and just and she hides in like a beaver dam and just as you think uh the bear's gonna get her the predator shows up and i fucking love a predator fighting a grizzly bear Uh it is so it's so like it's so cool like uh and like 
the bear gets some good licks in on this predator, yeah. man. Yeah, and then I, but the I predator do, can oh, take a hit though. Yeah, I do like I I like that though when it eventually kills the bear and then picks it up over its head and just like you see the outline because all the blood is just like dripping down on it, like um, that was really cool. But I I don't know I just like I, I, it kind of shows you I like through all the different fights with the predator it shows you like it's like oh well like this one kind of just shows you like it's brute force and it's just yes. like basically hand to hand combat with a grizzly bear and can like take it out. So and you don't ever you never see that in the other movies. Like you don't no. know how strong the predator is because he's always fighting, you know, either with his weapons or or fighting creatures that are clearly weaker than it. But like to fight a grizzly bear and then to see the just the you're right, just the brute strength of the predator. This is really the first movie to sort of sort of uh, explore that. Right. So after that, she kind of floats down the river and gets out, and it's like she comes across uh, other members of her tribe, and they they basically were out looking for her. They're like, hey, your brother went this other way, but we got we got to bring you back. She gets in a fight with one of the guys, but they end up kind of knocking her out, and they're like, we're going to take you back. Mm-hmm. Then the predator shows up, wipes out all those guys. I mean, again, they get in some good licks. Like They, they sure. stab him a couple times, but like you said, the, the predator can just take a lot of damage. Like It's hard to... Yeah, their tactics their tactics are sound as far as that part goes, but their tactics are, are built around, you know, hunting a lion or, you know, a wild boar or maybe a bear. The predator can take a lot more hits than what those animals could traditionally do. Right. And it's the first time in the movie we really see it's uh like kind of like the bolt gun it uses that yeah. has that classic targeting thing that's yep. you know, the three dots that you're familiar from all the uh uh, but it's it's kind of like a thing where, and and I she notices it in this scene, but later on for sure that it's like the bolts basically go wherever the mask is targeting, right? Like even yes. if you shoot it straight at something, it's going to like circle around and go to where the bolts are targeting, right? Which is key kind of later up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the the predator kills all the other members of the all the other tribe members that are there, chases her. She gets caught in one of the animal traps. Uh, and the predator basically like sees she's in the trap and is like, "Ah, this this girl's no longer a threat," and just leaves her like stuck Correct. in the trap. Correct. Yep. Uh, then we're then the Frenchiest French trappers that ever French trap somewhere show up and like yeah. knock her out, and they're like, "Oh, sacre bleu!" <laughs> they're oh, so yeah. French. It's like they're um, they're so French. Even my uh, shitty Jean Claude Van Damme accent couldn't keep up. Yeah, they are so French. So they capture her. Uh, they keep her in a cage. We find out that they also have her dog and her brothers there. Uh, they basically are trying to get information about the predator from her, but she won't tell them anything. Uh, and they they like are torturing her brother and like cutting him across the chest and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're they're just generally jerks. So then the next scene, uh, they they're basically have them tied to a tree. They're using them as bait to draw out the uh, predator. Um, and I like that. I like the callback we get in there where like he's her brother's talking to her about like, you know, hey, you know, like you got to finish the hunt. You know, this is your big hunt. And she's kind of like, oh, I don't I don't even know if this thing can be killed. And he, you know, the quote, the first yep. movie says, if it bleeds, we can kill it, which yep. is like, OK, yeah, that's that's uh, that that's was a cool callback. Um, so then <laughs> another great scene when the predator shows up and just tears through these French trappers. Yes. <laughs> it's so great. And I didn't even notice like 
the second time watching it, like the one part when it first shows up and like they're they're you're they're focusing on the guy that's like looking through like the telescope, but you see in the back like the guy just yeah. get like taken off his horse and uh-huh. like his head roll. He just tears through these uh trappers and it's it's really great. There's some great stuff in here. Um I like when he picks up like the bear trap and throws it at the guy and it just like clamps, clamps on, on his him. face. Yep. And destroys it. Um, I like when the guy, because they all have like muskets, you know, or like sure. the, I like when the one truck, flintlocks, I like when the guy fires it right at the mask and it bounces off the mask and like hits, hits him. him in the, uh, uh-huh. uh, he like, he has like a shield that's like a retractable like shield that like is blocking all the bullets and he like cuts a guy's head off with it. Uh-huh. It's just, it's great. He just like annihilates these guys. Um, uh, so Naru and her brother get free. Uh, he goes to get some horses. She's like, I'm going to go get the dog. Uh, she goes back to the trapper's uh, camp and, like, kills a couple. It's a pretty cool fight scene when she's sure. fighting those guys. Yep. Uh, using using her hatchet on the rope mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so then after she kills the guy, uh, the trapper, the one that talked to her earlier, the one that speaks English shows up, and he's missing, yeah, like, a foot or, like, a leg. Uh, and he speaks English and he's like, Hey, help me out. Cause I can tell that cause she's like healing herself. She's like, and I'll teach you how to use this like uh pistol, this, uh, this, uh, flintlock. flintlock that I have. She's like, okay. So she teaches him how to use it. Uh, she, he teaches her how to use it. And right. he kind of like patches him up and gives him some more of that orange flower. And he's like, Oh, I'm so cold. But then the predator shows up. And she makes a connection that it can't see him because he's cold and the predators all, all this stuff is infrared, you know? So it's like, because it's cooling the blood, he doesn't recognize it as a live person. He thinks it's just a dead body because it's cold uh, until the predator steps on that guy's leg. And he yells. His his amputated leg and he yells and he just immediately stabs him. Um, So then her brother shows up on the horse really kind of kicks the predator's ass a little bit, uh, like stabs it through the shoulder, shoots it with a bunch of arrows, like really getting some good licks in on the predator, but then it goes invisible. And even he can kind of sense it too when it's invisible, when it's fine. Cause she's like, Hey, we got to get out of here. And he's like, no, he's like, this is as far as I go. Like you got to finish it. And then the predator like stabs him through the chest. Yeah. Yeah. She knew that he knew that at this point, he was the bigger threat to the predator. So the predator was going to leave her alone if she ran, you know, the predator was going to deal with him first, allowing her time to kind of take off and regroup. And that's, you know, ultimately what a sacrifice was. Yeah. uh, And and even, even after he gets stabbed to the chest, he like helps her get away more because he grabs the, uh, the wolf skull on his, on his belt and like jams it into the leg. Yep. Um, and, and allowing her to get away. Uh, so okay, so sorry, I lost track of my notes here. So the brother dies. Uh, she uh gets away. She ends up capturing that last remaining uh tracker, French guy, French trapper, the guy that was smoking the scar, the guy that was like the big jerk, super creepy uh, guy. Yeah, captures him, cuts off one of his legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Basically, does the same thing that uh they did to her and uses uses her as bait she takes a bunch of the flower so the predator just like walks right past her and doesn't see her and kills the guy um and then we get like the 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 big like kind of fight between 
uh, well, first she sneaks up when she can't see him. She shoots the predator with the flintlock in the back of the head. Yes. And like knocks the mask off and she grabs the mask and ghost sets up a few things. And she has like a big fight with the predator, which is really cool. And kind of, again, like, I think they do a good job of being like, well, how could she win this fight against the predator? Like, you know, like, I think they do a good job of making it seem reasonable. Sure. Like, the Predator's, you know, like, it can take a lot of damage. It's obviously injured at this point, but she just, she uses its, like, own weapons against it. She basically gets it to cut its own arm off with that shield thing when yes. it tries to use it. Um, I like that little bit where it's where it's trying to cut it, cut her head off, and she, like, sneaks her head, like, between the rocks. So right, the they can't blade, get to it. The blade all the way down. Uh, and she rips one of its teeth out and stabs it in the face with a tooth. Like, uh-huh. that's really cool. Um... Uh, so she she traps it in the quicksand. She leads it back to the quicksand that was from the beginning of the – she got stuck in. And it gets stuck. And it gets out, though, and it's like – it's it, it doesn't have its targeting mask, but it's trying to shoot her with, like, the bolt gun, which is what she wanted to. And it doesn't realize that she had stolen the mask and set it up so the sight was, like, pointed directly at it. So he fires the bolt, it flies around, but goes back to where the sight is and ends up shooting itself, like, through the head. Yeah, how would he not know, like, that if he I shoots it, it? Well, I, I, I think, okay, I think a couple of things. I think, one, he didn't realize that the helmet was there. I think that he thought that he could, without the helmet, he could just shoot it and it would just go straight. Like, I don't think he realized till after he fired... I think we're supposed to believe that Predator's, like, eyesight without the helmet isn't great, maybe? I don't know if that's established canon or not, but... I don't know. It does... It, it sees in a different sort of spectrum. I don't know exactly what spectrum it sees I, in, but it's I not... just I just think we're supposed to believe that he didn't realize until it was too late. Like, he did, he thought the helmet was destroyed right. or gone, so he didn't think... He probably thought he could just... Or maybe ahead. if the he helmet's didn't... off, like it'll just fire yeah. default like, straight. Like I think he didn't realize until it was too late that it was tracked down. But anyways, it was like I said, it's kind of cool that she uses the environment yep. and its own weapons against it to uh, to take it out. Um, she returns to the village, a pretty sweet shot where she walks in. She's like, you know, like war paint of the sure. blood, but it's all the predator like glowy blood, so it's all like green neon. And she's got the head of the predator uh-huh. and just like throws it on the ground. And and a really like I kind of got really unnecessarily excited about this point because I, I didn't make the connection when I was first watching it. But she throws the flintlock to the chief and uh-huh. he looks at it and it's got the inscription on it and it's the pistol that the predator gives Danny Glover yep. in Predator Two, like as like, hey, you're a worthy opponent. And he gives gives him that pistol, and it's the same pistol. And I was mm-hmm. like, I felt dumb for not making the connection right. until he see the inscription. But I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's cool. And the fact that this movie is, like, acknowledging Predator 2 in such, like, a cool way, you know? Yeah. Like, I really like that. Uh, they make her the new war chief, and that's the end of the movie. And then sort the credits, of? like, is <laughs> sort of, because the credits are really cool. They're kind of, like native american style drawing i think they were done they said by like an actual like native american artist or whatever but it like it tells kind of in like drawing like the whole story of the movie you know goes from the beginning to Mm -hmm. the end but then like the last shot of it is that what we don't see in the actual movie is that like they're there and she came back and then the last shot is in this drawing is like three predator ships like showing up like uh you know implying that well i mean obviously they got to get the pistol back at some point right which um, I'm excited for because, you know, 
obviously this movie is doing well. Like people like this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I, I would say that it's a good hope for a sequel. You know? Yeah. Well, it, I, I would see. Yeah. I mean, I, I would almost think that they might be based on the success of this. They might be like, we got to make a sequel and maybe it'll be out in theaters because maybe they think it'll like they got people hooked. They like this one. Put it in theaters. You want to see the next part. You got to go see it. I would absolutely see this in the theater if it, if the sequel. I would, too. Yeah, I would, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you. One of the things I said in one of the things on Internet Movie Database, and I guess I don't remember it, it says, when Naru says, do it, do it now, is taken verbatim of Arnold Schwarzenegger's line from the original Predator. I don't remember yeah. when she says that or when Arnold says it in the movie. Uh, he says it um, when the he's trying to get the Predator to, I think, walk into one of his traps or something. And so oh, okay. he, he he says it during one of when the predator he's trying to get the predator walking into one, one of his traps. Oh, and here's what I was trying to say that that sequence at the end is made by an award winning Native American artist in hide art, which is like painting on animal hides. Got it. Uh, is, is what it's supposed to look like to be period accurate. So yeah, that's, and it does. It looks good. So. Um, and another thing, kind of like we talked about in Road Warrior last week, uh, the dog in this movie. Uh, they, they basically only, they got it like two months before shooting, uh-huh. um, which is crazy. Cause I feel like that dog was a really good actor. In the that movie. was great. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that, I thought that was interesting. I assumed it was some kind of like famous showbiz dog, but it's like, ah, oh, no, we just, yeah. we got I it. I think like, it's become a famous showbiz dog now. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good dog. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I talked about how it debuted number one on Hulu. Um, the guy that played the predator, Dan, Dilajaro, he's six foot nine, which they point out the original Predator was seven, seven two, two, so yeah. it's definitely um, thirty five. Came out thirty five years after the original, uh, and they point out that one of the things that the Predator doesn't have in this movie that he has in other movies is like the voice mimicking thing. Like that's not right. One of the gadgets it has. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything else specifically that I wanted to mention. Oh, they do mention that the Predator getting his arm cut off is like when the Predator loses its arm in Predator 2. Which, like I said, that was one of the things that I really kind of enjoyed is that, like, not only acknowledging the first movie, but the second movie as, like, absolute canon. Which, like we talked about before, that the second movie, I think, gets unnecessarily dogged on. Right. It's not a great movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, die on the hill of Predator 2, but I had heard so many bad things about it that I, like, I don't know. That That's just me. But... Um, but I like that this movie acknowledging it and kind of fitting it into a tight, like the first movie, the second movie and this movie kind of into a tight continuity, you know, if you will. Right. No, I agree. I think it, it was, it was very cool the way that's done. Um, and I sort of appreciate it. And, and, and I think that they took a good, um, they were very cognizant of, you know, like we talked about, it's weird. This movie parallels what we talked about with like, uh, last week and how last week I was talking about George Miller being cognizant of evolving, you know, the world of Mad Max. And then here in this movie, they sort of de-evolved the world of the Predator. And, and, and you know, there were seeds laid in the first two movies that they were able to call back to in this movie. You know, and 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 the predator in this movie is less evolved. It's three hundred years before the other two movies. It's less evolved. It has, you know, not as many cool gadgets. The technology is not as as up to date. Um, the predator itself is 
more more of a predator and less of like a of an intelligent hunter and um and you see in the in the next movies like it sort of it ramps up their technology gets better they well, are and, a smarter and, species well and i would say that almost like you know this isn't explicitly said but i think you could almost imply that it's like the predator based on what happens in this like causes some of its evolution like some of the things that ends up doing some of its techniques and weapons and stuff are probably because of this defeat Mm -hmm. and what happened this time is like you know why they okay why we have different things and why we have different weapons and stuff like that so i think like that you know and maybe that'll even be spelled out when the inevitable sequel to this one comes out you know like more bridging the gap of like okay the predator learned from this and that's why it's become a better hunter and changes tactics and stuff like that yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, so I think they did a good job. Like they, they, they really established their own sort of dialogue for this movie, without compromising what was already done before it that everybody loved. You know, so I yeah. think they did a good job. I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, you want to officially write this thing now? Let's officially rate it, and then I have kind of a follow up question to that. But let's do the official rating first, and then I'll ask my other question. Okay. All right. What do you want to do? Go first, second. Uh, I'll I'll go first. Um, I really I really like this movie. Like I enjoyed it a lot when I sat down and watched it, and. You know, I it's only been like a week since I watched it the first time. I just I bas- I watched most of it today before recording. I watched a little bit before, but it it held up. I I had just I I liked watching it as much the second time as I did the first time. I think it's a very cool concept and a very cool way to kind of take the predator like and kind of turn it. You know, like a way a way to like appreciate kind of like you said all the continuity and stuff beforehand but do something interesting with it you know Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of like sequels they can't find like an interesting hook and i think this is a very interesting hook and i think it's pulled off very well and like i said i think if someone's worried about like well it doesn't make sense and you know a predator like 300 years but it's like they do a good job of explaining it with like it's not advance of a predator and how it gets being all this stuff and like we said it, it looks beautiful on top of all that, like, and the, the, the action scenes when the predator, when it's fucking fighting a bear, when it's taking out the strappers, they're cool as hell. And they're kind of the, that, you know, like the gory kind of deaths and stuff you want to see in a predator in a movie. Um, I don't know. I like this movie a lot. I, I would definitely watch it again. I'm going to, I'm going to give this movie four machine guns. I, I really enjoy this movie. And if you haven't checked it out on Hulu, well, hopefully you have, if you're listening to, but like definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm right with you. I mean, you're right. Like, it, it really does a good job of um, paying homage to the franchise as a whole, but sort of establishing, like, establishing what establishing what the rules are for the franchise. It's weird. It's one of those. It's like almost like a self fulfilling prophecy. You know, it 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 saw the first two movies, and then very very intelligently interpolated interpolated no very intelligently uh uh um sort of uh deconstructed what was cool about the movie and maybe what um why the predator did certain things and like built it into here into a story you know uh to give 
maybe context for why the Predator does the things that it does in the first two movies. Um, so it looks great, you know. The acting is really good for being people who are just not generally uh, actors. Um, everything about this movie is just cool. It's just a really fun watch. And especially if you like the Predator franchise, like it really gives you it gives you all the things you want from a Predator movie while still making it fresh. And um, yeah, I, I would this is definitely for machine guns, and I think people should see it. And if you're listening to this podcast now and you haven't watched it, then uh, as I said before, uh, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> you need to go you just stop listening and go watch the movie. <laughs> okay. So here's the follow-up I wanted to ask you. Where and we established it and said, where do you put this in like your ranking of Predator movies? Because here's the thing I'll say for me. Sure. I'd say this is easily this is where I'm gonna I'd say it's number two, right? But this is my controversial thing. Maybe not controversial. I think it's a better movie than the original predator like i i would i just for nostalgia and just because it is and it's an arnold movie like i would still say that's my favorite predator sure just as far as like the way it's shot and in like i don't know i i feel like that this is maybe a better movie as far as overall production and kind of stuff like that like but i would still rank it i would yeah and storytelling i would still rank because i mean like i i felt that this was more cohesive like you forget, and they don't forget, people don't forget they're listening to this, but like the original Predator is that weird first 45 minutes. It's like a completely different movie, you know? Right. Uh, and I think this works well cohesive. That being said, it's still my favorite Predator movie. It's still the original. I would still rank it number one, but I think that this is easily number two of the Predator franchise. I think you're right on. I mean, yeah, Predator 1 is my favorite, and then this movie, and then probably Predators, and then... Yeah. I haven't seen Predator, the Predator, the the new one. Yeah. Um, Predator Two obviously is going to be low on the list, but you're right. I think thematically, and from like a character development standpoint, um, and from like this movie has a lot of depth to it that the first movie didn't. The first movie is it's just like a classic '80s action movie. Like, it's not it's not strong on plot. It's it has no character development whatsoever. Um, it's just the first movie's a spectacle. You know, it's yeah. just an action spectacle. This movie has a lot of substance to it. You know, you mm-hmm. have the journey of Naru where she wants to become something more and uh, has to learn and persevere and eventually. Um, earns her place to be something more within her, within her tribe. And, you know, you have the predator, even the predator has a journey. The predator is, you know, is slowly learning about this planet and about the different predators that are there, the different prey that that's there. Um, and, and who's kind of the top of the food chain on this world. And you see sort of, you know, uh, you see a character development with the predator itself, just learning about the environment that he's in. Um, and you know, and then you see the backstory, you see, or the, 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 like the callbacks, like you see the gun, um, you know, you, you see the reasons why the predator does the things that it does in the, in, in predator one and predator two. So I I think you're right. I think overall this movie is a much better movie. 
Um, it's a real close. It's real close to being the better one overall. I think you're right though. Nostalgia wins out, and I like the first one better. But it's a close. It's a real close second. I agree. Uh, one thing that would be interesting as we, as we cut, uh, and we, you know we'll get some feedback on the Discord for this. We've done uh, two Alien movies, right? Or just one? I can't remember. Did you guys do the original Alien no. before I was on? Okay, so we've done an Aliens movie. Uh, done three Predator. Uh, maybe a theme month down the road, we do like four of the movies in the franchise we haven't covered before on the on the podcast. That uh, good. Uh, one of the Alien, Alien three. Predator movies. We could do Alien Three or Alien Resurrection. We could do that the Predator the the Predator movie with Thomas Jane that neither of us had seen. That might be might be fun. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm just saying down the road. Yeah, down the road. All right. All right. Something interested. You'd, you'd be interested in the Discord. Also, uh, Discord, don't forget, uh, hashtag release the Tush Mad Max episode. I want to throw that out there. <laughs> I hate you. Well, uh, our, our feud with the Legend of Retro is over, so I got to... Uh, I got to bring up something every episode. That's fair. Uh, oh, you know what? Gosh, you know what? I feel bad. Last two episodes, I forgot to mention that the... Well, they were high Rotten Tomato scores, so I just want to mention that both uh, Mad Max uh, 2 and this movie had higher uh, Rotten Tomatoes than the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 had. Yep, yep. That's Which, an important running theme. I don't want to forget that. So Right, we want to make sure it's fresh in everyone's mind that Beverly Hills Cop 3 is terrible and so far the worst rated movie we've ever covered it's very and we've covered some bad movies sure just to clarify like we covered that movie where steven seagal went to jail with ja rule yeah (laughs) and i would still rather watch that than beverly hills got three yeah beverly hills got three is hot garbage oh super excited for the fourth one But yeah, no. I, I, circling back, I would say yep. on the uh, on the Discord, let us know. Like, what do you? Th- I mean, are you are you a fan of the Predator franchise? Where do you rank this movie in the franchise? What about the one with Thomas Jane that we haven't seen? Is it garbage? Like everyone says, you know. Let us know. We're we're always looking to getting you know conversations like that on the Discord, which rolls us into a good Discord plug, right, LPJ? Yeah. If you uh, are not a fan, or not a fan, if you are not a member of Discord, you should <laughs> totally join Discord and talk to us. Uh, go to GameZillaMedia.com and scroll to the bottom of the page, and you will see the Discord link. You can click on it and join the Discord and chat with us. And you know what's happened, believe it or not? Some people have joined the Discord to talk to us, found out that our Discord channel is actually part of the GameZilla Media channel. Found out there's other podcasts on that channel and gone back and started listening to those. And we've given them a whole another podcast to listen to. They can listen to The Legend of Retro, which technically has ended, but their episodes are evergreen. They're just all about retro games. And you can watch, you can listen to any episode anytime you want, and it's not going to make a difference. You can, if you love, if you love Dungeons and Dragons, you can go and listen to one of three seasons of uh, Noobs and Dragons. I was on season two and a special intermission season, so you can hear lots of me on there. Uh, if you've listened to the show before, Chops is in season one, Sphinx is with me in season two, Glitches in season three. Um, you can hear you can hear us play Dungeons and Dragons, and it's a lot of fun. 
but yeah, GameZillaMedia.com is where everything, all that's housed, and that's where the link for Discord is. And you can chat with us on Discord about you know your your take on Predator, like Joe said before, uh, or anything for that matter. You can also see us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Instagram's kind of where we primarily post things, um, but they all carry over to the other places as well. Yeah, uh, 100% agree. But uh, yeah, this is definitely, again, it's weird because we said, like, if you haven't watched the movie, don't listen to the episode. But for some reason, you did. No, no, no. No, if we it, said, were... no, no. If we said, if you haven't watched the movie, go fuck yourself. Well, you said that. Right. I would like to clarify. I didn't say that. Um, but definitely watch it. Like, it, it, don't be turned away that it's straight to streaming or or whatever. Because it, 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 it definitely, I think, I, I'm very interested because I think it's definitely like a shot in the arm for the franchise. Yeah. And maybe gives it like a very strong direction to head in. So. I was thinking about this. Uh, just from this starting point, like, think of all the stories they could do. They could obviously direct sequel this and, you know, continue the story. Or the Predators have been coming to Earth for 300 years. Like, you could do a period piece. You could do one where they show up in, you know, uh, uh, the Civil War. Or one where they yeah. show up in, like, Vietnam. World War Two, World War Two, World War One, or something sure. like that. Sure, you know, there'd be, it'd be crazy. Woodstock, maybe one shows up at Woodstock. You know, yeah. something it crazy does, like it, that. It does really open up, like, a huge... Which I'm sure some of this, you know, like non-canon stuff they've explored in comic books or whatever. Sure. But, you know, I, and I do think we're going to get more of like, I think already there now that Disney, you know, and Marvel and all that own these properties. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's already been a number of like Marvel produced aliens yeah. comic book series continuity. And I think there there's some Predator ones coming out. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. a, I think it's only up. I think there's only up for this franchise to go, you know, like I think this is a good turnaround and this movie being so, so good and so well received, I think is really going to, you know, maybe, like I said, give it a shot in the arm and kind of, you know, maybe that a franchise that had gotten a little stale and maybe they didn't know what to do with. I think this is going to give it a lot of direction, like you said, because it opens up so many possibilities. So I agree. You know, it's weird. It kind of reminds me of like, (laughs) sort of reminds me of what happened with Fast and Furious. You know, it started out out as one thing, sort of fizzled after uh, Tokyo Drift, and then completely revitalized when they realized we'll just be secret agents. That's cool, and uh, you know, it kind of took off from there. What if they, what if they make a Predator movie that involves time travel, and you have Arnold, Danny Glover, and Naru team up to fight, and Adrian Brody team up to fight Predators together? Wow, wow, (laughs) that'd be crazy. But I'd watch it. it's like the concept of the the predator, the one with Adrian Brody, where they take him to the hunting planet. Yeah, but it's like they they pull people from different time periods. Yeah, I mean Danny Glover. Danny Glover's like eighty or something now, so I don't. Yeah, I don't I, think he'll be there. I don't think Schwarzenegger's do it, pretty like, much eighty now too. That's true, but like I don't know, I, that could be kind of cool. That like I said, there's a lot of possibilities. But anyways, hmm. we're we're kind of I, dare I say two weeks in a row we're just gushing over the movie. I know it's it's so weird for us. Yeah, I know. Especially well, this year. Don't, yeah, don't don't get used to it. I feel like there's going to be some movies coming down the pipe that we're not going to be so happy about. <sighs> You're not kidding. I was looking at this list. <laughs> some of these. Uh, anyway, yeah. So anything else you want to add? No, I think I think we did. Like I said, I, I really it's so it's so weird for two weeks in a row to be like actually three weeks in a row. Yeah. Every movie because I I love Three Musketeers. So yeah. man, we're on a streak. Conan was so, good too. 
Conan was good too. Uh, Snakes on a Plane. Snakes was on good a Plane for... was great. So you know we kind of come out of video game month with a lot of a lot of good movies. So, yeah. You know, we got to get back to some stinkers, man. Talking about good movies all the time isn't fun. Oh yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You know the schedule, and I know the schedule. You know what's coming up. That's true. That's true. Yep. But uh, yeah, to check this movie out if you haven't. Um, yeah. I think we're good. Sweet. Well, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back.